You're listening to the Range Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org, and it's my great pleasure to welcome into the studio the local strangers. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Local strangers consist of Aubrey Zoli and Matt Hart from the Seattle area. They've got their second studio, full-length studio album out. Matter of fact, it's it's a double disc. It's Mm -hmm. got uh, the studio stuff, but some live acoustic as well. And you guys are out uh, doing the touring thing, uh, visiting... Lots of locales, and yesterday you guys were on TV in Charlotte, a couple mm-hmm. of different stations, and doing the radio thing, but playing a lot of, um, of house concerts, or I think as you're dubbing them on your tour, living room concerts, and uh, you played one in Charlotte last night. Tonight, you guys are going to be live at the Pisgah Brewing Company in Black Mountain, North Carolina, so mm-hmm. that, that should be good. Uh, what time should people get there if they want to hear this? The set tonight is from 6 to 8, so we'll be playing for a couple hours, probably take a little break in there, but from about 6 to 8 p.m. 6 to 8 p.m. tonight at Pisgah Brewing. Folks want to find out more after they hear this. They're going to want to find out more about you guys, and they can look you up at all the usual places, Facebook, the website, Google the Absolutely. name, all that kind of stuff. The Local Strangers. The new album is called Take What You Can Carry. Um We're going to talk about uh, the band and, and about you guys and, and about the tour and all that good stuff. But let's go ahead and jump in and give people a taste of what we're talking about here. Let's hear some, some live music this morning. Sounds good. This song is called Red Dress, and it's not a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Get the man's attention Black heels and silk lingerie I didn't fail to mention I let him buy me drinks And tell his whole life story Tales of a bitter man Who would never taste a glory Well, he was Looking for a new life And on this night When the rain, rain, rain Was pouring down I said, take this Pink lips and a cigarette I can't forget that red dress She made me soon forget I was a man of honor Never broke a single law Till I came upon her Now I would do anything She liked And on this night When the rain, rain, rain Was pouring down She said Ooh, 
comes pouring down I said Take this cold black gun and put that bastard in the ground I want gone, gone, gone Before the morning comes It's half an hour you can get the rest when it's done Oh, and the rain, rain, rain Comes pouring down, I swear Live in the studios, the local strangers playing some music for us. Playing tonight at uh, Black Mountain at the Pisgah Brewing Company. I'm I'm a history geek. I really like to know origin stories. So how did you guys get together and start deciding that y'all wanted to make music together? Tell us the story. Uh, so the story of the local strangers started a couple, uh, I guess, four and a half years ago, 2010. I was departing another musical project and um, was looking for some folks to collaborate with. And so I put an ad on Craigslist and Craigslist, Matt yeah. actually uh, had been in Seattle for about five months. He had been in a bunch of bands in the Chicago area where he's from originally and was looking to get into a new project. And so he hopped on Craigslist one day and saw my ad and he emailed me and I was like, yeah, come over and we'll jam. And looking back, I'm really glad that he wasn't like a psycho or anything. And uh, well, I was about to ask, were some of the respondents kind of scary? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get really random people on Craigslist. Seattle has a very thriving music community. So for the most part, people are okay. You do get people that are certainly not qualified. And it's it's always a compliment that they want to work with you. But mm. you're just like, nope, not up to the at the same place, you know. And so mm. he came over and I had been working on a song in the piano and he kind of ripped it apart and uh, we put it back together and he didn't. I didn't hate him after that. <laughs> so I was like, all right, this, this is kind of cool. And, and the next day I started writing um, what became our first song that we ever wrote together, which was called Hunted by Ghosts. It's on our first EP. And yeah, and then I got we got an offer for a show um, via my old band. They, they contacted me, a venue, and they said, oh, do you guys want to play? And I said, well, we're not together anymore, but I've got this new project. Uh, um, and they said, all right, sure. And so oh, we had to come up with a name and a set list and learn a bunch of songs and I think having that as a sort of a pressure thing really helped us get going. Mm -hmm. So, well, tell tell me, Aubrey. For we'll start with you. How did how did you get interested in in the folk scene? I've always been a songwriter. I started as a you know poet when I was really really little. I've always been a singer, um, and I think that style of music, just because it's so focused around storytelling, that was always really appealing to me. And I I grew up both Matt and I grew up in households that were always focused on that sort of lyrically driven music, uh, you know, the singer songwriters of the sixties and seventies and music that was kind of before our time, but that was really influential for us mm -hmm. as songwriters. And, and there's just something about that genre that just speaks to us as, as people and things that we like to listen to. And I know when I listen to a song, I'm really paying attention to the lyrics, um, for certain genres, certain music. I just like the way it makes me feel yeah, and I don't really sure. care what they're saying, but, yeah, yeah. um, that folk style, that singer songwriter style has just always meant a lot because it, there's something, there's this sort of um, identity that you can find within a song that makes you feel really good. And so as a songwriter, if, if something that we write can do that for somebody else, that's a really powerful thing. All right. Matt, what, you grew up in a household with uh, singer-songwriter uh, influence, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, um, Simon and Garfunkel mm -hmm. and Bob Dylan and... Um, and that uh, that's just what my parents had on in yeah. the house. You know, yeah. that's what we listened to when we were cleaning and cooking and all that stuff. Um, and so then when I started writing songs when I was in high school, it was um, that uh, those kind of songs are what I was drawn to. Mm -hmm. um, 
and you know, I wrote some really silly songs too, you know, at first. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And so then, um, the band that I was in previously in Chicago was more of a rock group, kind of like a pop punk kind of, um, thing, but I always kind of brought the like more acoustic element to that and, um, kind of always pulled us in that direction. And so when I left that group and I moved to Seattle, um, I knew I wanted to do something that was, um, in the Americana genre, um, as a guitarist, it's just like those, that's how I like to play. I mm-hmm. like to, to play in this, you know, these percussive and very familiar chords. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that's, yeah, it was just, we knew that that's what it was going to be. And, uh, and we found each other and we were both kind of pointed in the same direction. Had you heard Aubrey sing or per- see her perform no, I before Craigslist? I had, no, I hadn't, no. I hadn't been in Seattle for very long, but I'd been interviewing a lot of bands, um, I kind of to make that big move transition. I, I was really, I was scared about leaving a community of musicians in Chicago that yeah. I built over a number of years, and so um, I started writing uh, this blog and um, was interviewing friends in Chicago and then interviewing the musicians that I met in Seattle to really try to get you know get a few layers down quickly and really try to make real connections with people. And uh, Craigslist kept coming up, and it was kind of like, you know, like I've written a couple new songs. I feel like I know what I want to be doing. Um, I'm ready to find someone to collaborate with. And it was just literally just one day. I yeah. just happened to say, yeah, why not? You know. Yeah. And I responded to two ads, and one of them was Aubrey's, and uh, we just kind of went from there. Okay. Well, um, talk about that. At what point did you go, either of you, both of you, what, what point did you go, yeah, we got something here, this could work? Uh, as Aubrey mentioned, is really kind of prepping for this show. So, you know, it's like usually we you just kind of like mess around. You meet, you know, weekly, just kind of mess around with stuff for a yeah, few months. And yeah. this was kind of after just meeting for a few times, it was there was this opportunity to play a gig. And, you know, it was like a Tuesday night in this cute bar in West Seattle. and um, But it was that, that uh, well, all of a sudden we had a goal, right. you know. Um, all of a sudden there was this, this end goal and this, this thing that we had to prepare for. And so the process of kind of cramming for that really, um, that's, you know, that was kind of the pressure cooker, uh, that made us kind of say, a, we really loved working together. Like we were getting along very well. We were really excited with the creative output and we were working together very well. Um, so literally then the next day after that show, we started working on the first EP. Gotcha. Well, what about the creative process? How do you, um, is someone more in charge of lyrics, someone more in charge of music, or is it just complete give and take but for, by both of you? How does that work? We're really lucky because we do have a really equal balance. Um, we write similarly, but I, you know, I'm a songwriter, a lyricist, but I'm not a musician, you know, um, I definitely have an opinion on that. And, and one of the reasons we've said jokingly, but realistically over the years of why we work together is because Matt's incredibly patient. Um, then kind of the, the way that most of the songs form is, um, you know, I might write an entire song lyrics, melody, and then bring it to Matt. And then we, he'll kind of initially start with chords and I'll be like, no, not that one. Try something else. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know the chord, but I'll, we'll kind of work together on it. Um, sometimes he'll have a song in its entirety with lyrics, melody, guitar and then I'll come in and maybe tweak the lyrics a bit take tweak the melody and then add harmony um, and then sometimes a song like Red Dress the one we did started with this guitar riff that Matt had and I we we had locked ourselves away in a cabin in 2013 to finish up some songs and he had played that riff and I just I loved it and I said yeah record that and so we were in this real small cabin so I ended up going out to my car because 
there was no other place for me to go where I could be separate from him. Mm-hmm. And I had my laptop and I sat in the passenger seat and plugged the computer into um, the stereo and wrote that song in like 20 minutes. And it just came out real, real fast. And we joke it's not a true story because it's about murder for hire. Yeah, it's I'm not. Glad, glad, yeah. it's, glad it's not a true story. <laughs> it's yes. one of those. It's our homage to the murder ballad, as we <laughs> like to say. Um, and that was one that just started from that guitar riff. And then I kind of took that and wrote the rest of the song and then brought it in. And then we hashed out the bridge together. So there's definitely a real collaborative thing. And and I think for me as a songwriter, that was something I had never written with anybody else. I'd always been a solo writer. Um, and we've brought out a better side of each other as songwriters. And in this instance, two heads are better than one. Um, just to make, you know, we might lay down a foundation and then bring it to each other and then the other one puts in the input. So this album, especially it was very collaborative, you know, as far as each of the songs on the album, we had kind of equal ownership in. Yeah. Well, let's hear another song. Let's, let's hear another example of this collaboration. Cool. Um, we'll do another, another song off the new record. Um, this one is called pilot light. You were born when you were cursed and watched it go from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could cry and you could grieve, but sometimes it's just best to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got gone, you got found, but lately he don't come around. around. Now you're broke, and now you're tired, and it keeps blowing out your fires. Mm-hmm. But I'll be, I'll be your pilot light. I'll burn for you through the night, every night now. When you run back to your town, everything's been broken down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all the kids you used to need got mortgages and mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're not one for keeping score, just everything but nothing more. More. And now you're adding up the cost of nothing gained for nothing lost. Mm-hmm. But I'll be, I'll be your pilot light. I'll burn for you through the night, every night now. Every night now. Oh, 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 oh,
was a time when we were sure Sunday came the night before. Mm -hmm. And we could hold a bleeding heart, building bridges in the dark. Mm -hmm. But here it seems like saving grace is really more just saving face. Face. And to this day we won't submit to thanking God for things we did Now we did Cause I'll be, I'll be your pilot light And I'll burn for you through the night And you won't have to ask, you won't have to fight Cause I'll be your pilot light Every night now Now, now 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 Every night now Very nice. The Local Strangers, live in our studio, they played another one there from their new album. It's called Take What You Can Carry. It's a double disc, and that, of course, is called Pilot Light. Uh, you're based out of Seattle. Uh, you, you've got your regular places to play in Seattle. You know the local musicians and, mm -hmm. and who you really work well with. When you go out and you travel and you know, you're on the other side of the continent now, <laughs> how is it similar? How is it different? What are the challenges? You know... Back in Seattle, we have a full band that we play with. There's three other guys, and we love playing with them. It's a totally different um, experience to see us with that version versus just this. Um, everything kind of starts in this arena with the two of us as a duo, and um, touring, obviously, as a duo is more financially economical, and <laughs> you can, we can fit in a smaller vehicle. Um, we do miss being away from them, but... Um, the atmosphere that we've come in contact with in all of the places that we've been playing, and part of that is due to the the style of shows that we're doing, which are these living room shows, it's really amazing that we can be, like you said, on the other side of the country, and we're still finding this amazing community of people that love music and are really about listening to music. And that's really why we do the living room shows. You know, playing in a bar is fun, but it's not the same experience when you're doing the style of music that we do. You know, if we were rocking out with a full band, obviously playing in a venue is much more desirable. But when it's just the two of us and we're especially introducing people to our music and they've never heard it before, the sort of sit down living room style, really intimate sort of setting is, is ideal for us. And so that's kind of why we've designed these tours in that mm -hmm. way that we get to play in all these different living rooms. And so we do feel a sense of home and we feel a sense of belonging in all of these different places. And we've just been so fortunate. We we played a show in Charlotte and we were talking earlier. It's the first show on the stop um, or first stop on the tour where we literally didn't know a single person there. And mm -hmm. it was there was probably like 30 folks there. And I mean, as a touring band, that's kind of all you can hope for. And, and the chances of us coming across that in a venue would be a lot less than in someone's living room where mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, hey, I, I'm this band's going to be playing. Come check it out with me, which was a lot of what happened last night. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've just had a great experience and that's why we love doing these living room style shows. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I saw a, a, a musician, 
uh, from this area who had been playing for years, 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 but almost always these these loud bar gigs. And uh, he was in a listening room. Mm-hmm. And he was really nervous because he's like, I'm not used to people actually listening yeah. <laughs> to me. And that's the thing about the the intimate nature of, of house concerts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right there with them mm-hmm. and they're listening. They're hanging on to every word, every note, um, every nuance in your expression. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, you know, that, that just seems as a non-musician, but as a musical lover, that that just appeals to me. Yeah, it's just such a win-win. Yeah. You know, it's like we love that. Like as are we setting notes, like th- for, for us, we're like, yeah, there were 30 people at the show in Charlotte. You know, it's like we've never been to Charlotte before. Like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. If we were playing a venue in Charlotte, everyone would be annoyed. You know, everyone would be mad. Like we yeah. would like we wouldn't make any money and right. like the venue wouldn't book us again. Right. And But we got to pack this living room mm-hmm. and have this incredibly intimate experience with people and actually get to meet people yeah. and make a connection. Yeah. And for us as musicians, it's about connection. Yeah. Um, we're, we make connections with each other. We make connections with our song and we, we want to share that. And, and when we can make a connection with an audience, um, that's, that's the most fulfilling thing for us. And this well, lets us do that. And what's great about what you're doing is it, it builds grassroots. You come exactly. back through, not only do those 30 people come back, they bring friends and yeah. the next, you know, you, and you, larger and larger places to play. Uh, it's a it's a great thing, and I know musicians who are like, I don't want to do living room concerts, you know. But you can really build audience, and you can really. And here's the thing: you can make money at you it. Absolutely, you really <laughs> you can. So they, can. They most of those people are going to buy your CD when they leave, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's a good way. Um, it's it's a good fun time for the host and for the the guests and for the band. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of those things. If people go to your website, they can sort of check out where you're going to be doing these things next. Tonight you're going to be um, up in Black Mountain. Have you been mm-hmm. to Black Mountain before? I know you've been to Asheville. We have not been to Black Mountain. I don't think so. No, it's pretty we, close. It's yeah. pretty close. Black Mountain is a, is a cool little town in the hills, and you'll you'll enjoy that up there tonight. Uh, let's hear another song before you, before you guys check out. You got it. Um, so I think we'll do a cover tune. Um, so we, uh, as we talked about with this new record, um, which is called take what you can carry, um, the, uh, it's the two disc and the second disc is just, is live recorded at a place in, uh, Seattle called the Ballard Homestead. It was basically just, we invited, we invited friends, family, we sold some tickets to help offset the cost. Mm And, um, the kind of practice round that we did for that very kind of stressful law, you know, live recording experience was um we did five cover tunes that we recorded at my house um and that same kind of just the two of us uh live takes and uh that was kind of the the practice round for the album and so that's available um on our site and and on all the usual digital places um so this is one of those cover tunes um, that uh, that I'm sure you'll recognize. And we like to kind of take a song that uh, you might know and, and put our own stamp on it. We call it folking it up a bit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> That's the tradition. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Nobody on the road, nobody on the beach I feel it in the air, the summer's out of reach Empty lake, empty street, and the sun goes down alone Driving by your house, though I know you're not home And I can see you, your brown skin shining in the sun 
You got your hair pulled back and your sunglasses on, baby. Now I can tell you my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. Forget those nights. I wonder if it was a dream. Remember how you made me crazy. Remember how I made you scream. Now I don't understand what happened to our love. But baby, when, when I, I get, get you back, back, gonna show you what I made of. And I can see you, your brown skin shining in the sun. I see you walking real slow and you're smiling at everyone. And I can tell you my love for you will still be strong After the boys of summer have gone Out on the road today I saw a deaf cab sticker on a Cadillac Little voice inside my head saying Don't look back, you can never look back Thought I knew what love was, what did I know? Those days are gone forever, I should just let them go ahead. And I can see you, brown skin shining in the sun. You got the top rolled down and the radio on, baby. And I can tell you my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. Local Strangers with a Don Henley cover here in the studios. That sounded great, guys. Thank Fantastic. You. Guys, we're going to be playing uh, tonight up in Black Mountain at uh, Pisgah Brewing, and good luck with that. And then you're continuing on with your tour. How long are you going to be uh, away from Seattle? In total, I think we're about 17 days. So we're um, we're kind of in the home stretch. We've got um, Black Mountain tonight and then Marietta, Georgia tomorrow, Nashville Friday, and then a long drive back to Chicago <laughs> on Saturday, yeah. and then we fly home on Sunday. Wow. Lots of miles in, in that trip. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's been 14 shows in 16, 17 days, depending on how you slice it. Uh, hard work. And that's the thing that people sometimes don't understand about uh, working musicians is it is hard work. It's not all just <laughs> fun and games. So. No. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that people don't see. But if you love it, then it's, you know, it's worth it. Well, guys, thanks so much for coming by and sharing with us today. What we're going to do is, uh, as you head out the door, is we're going to actually play one from the CD uh, so people can uh, – well, I've got to wake up the player here for a moment, but uh, <laughs> there we go. We're going to play one from the CD so that uh, people can hear what that sounds like. As yeah. you said, when you have the full band, it's, it's a different experience. It sounds a little bit different. Tell us about the song we're about to hear. 
So this is the first track off of the studio disc. This is a song called Gasoline, and we actually made a video for it. So if you check out our website, you can watch the video for it. All right, here we go. Local Strangers. Got a heart filled with gasoline so long, but it don't burn clean. It burns so hard that I don't know why. You would stand here by and by. Oh, you stand here by and by. Oh, you already forgave me. Got you. 